Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. Hello, 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 Keith Ferrante here. Welcome to the new year. Come on. I hope you are excited as we step into 2022. And I hope that you as a prophetic person or a prophet are really rising up to declare out what God is saying in this new year. Not for the sake of, wow, I am an awesome prophet. <clears throat> because I can give something <clears throat> in um, you know prophetic for the new year for 2022. Not to try to be all cool, not to try to put all these cool little things together about 2022, but because you want people to be encouraged. That's why we're prophets, guys. You know what? We're prophets to help people catch the fear of the Lord. We're prophets. You know what a prophet does? It helps people catch the fear of the Lord. I was I was reading about Samuel who anointed, who told who told Saul, once you get amongst the prophets, you'll be changed into a different person. Well, what is the goal of being changed into a different person? What was what was the different person? I mean, Paul, uh, Saul Saul had the potential to be a David, but Saul was a David. He didn't he didn't allow the prophetic that changes you into a different person to actually go down to his heart and, 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 and uh, infuse into him what the prophets are, are called to infuse into people. What do the prophets infuse into people? They infuse into people the fear of the Lord, the voice of the Lord, to listen to God. What is the fear of the Lord? It's to listen to God in everything, to obey him. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's like to just so want to please the Lord and that's what the prophets do. And you and you see how Samuel being around David, yeah, David learned to f- fear the Lord. How, wh- what, what, is, what does the prophet do? It, it teaches you to hear God for yourself and to obey him. What did David do? He learned to fear God. He, he was a man after God's own heart. And David himself became a prophet. I just wonder, because Saul, it says, was Saul amongst the prophets? He prophesied. They, they had this saying, was Saul, is Saul among the prophets? Well, I wonder if there was a potential for Saul to actually be a prophet because when you get around the prophets, you get changed into a different person. What is that person? It's the person that hears God. Like David, when he was anointed by Samuel, he was changed into a different person. The anointing came upon him. His music went to the next level. His authority went to the next level. He confronted kings. But what did David do? Like what? What? Uh, like what? 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 How did the, the prophetic infuse into David? Well, he became a prophet, and he prophesied, and he taught people to love the presence of God. And you just think about this. I I wonder if 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 our view of prophets need to expand a little bit. If it's just not so much about oh my word, only God picks the prophets. I wonder if there's like the potential. Like, like, let's just throw in another illustration out there. Elisha, Elisha was Elijah's servant. And well, he didn't look like a prophet at all for quite a while, for like 
seven, eight years until Elisha went up to heaven. And then what happened? Elisha caught the double portion of Elijah. And all of a sudden he stepped into it. There was this moment where he stepped into it. And all of a sudden people recognize, oh my word, Elisha's a prophet. Well, I see that in our emerging prophet world. Sometimes people don't look like a prophet, but then all of a sudden they step into this grace of the prophet. All of a sudden there's this moment where there's this transition. It, it, it's, it's a, a transition moment. And I'm writing this down because it's so good into prophet, a transition moment like Elisha. And like we had, we, we had, I saw this in one of the, uh, one of the lady, lady prophets in our world who was just sweet, nice, prophesied a little bit, had a lot of fear, but was like three years with us. And I'm like, I don't think she's a prophet. I definitely don't think she's a prophet, but she's a sweet lady. I'm glad she's in our world. She's prophetic. And all of a sudden there was a moment and it was like the prophet stepped out. The prophet stepped up. The prophet uh, 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 flowed through her. And I'm like, oh my word, there is a prophet there. And there's these moments where, uh, like Elisha, all of a sudden, uh, the, the, uh, the other, the prophets, sons of the prophets, they recognize it. Can you, can, you, can you imagine that? The prophets, the company of the prophets, could not recognize it. They didn't recognize it. In Elisha, until this one moment... Until this one moment, they just saw him as a servant. And all of a sudden, the transition happened. In, in 2 Kings 2, 15, the company of the prophets from Jericho said, the spirit of Elijah is rushing on Elisha. Woo! Do you ever, have you guys ever, have you ever been around a prophet who walked with another prophet? Like the, the, most, the, the, the most famous one that we all would want to resonate with was, is the Bob Joneses. The Bob Joneses mentees like who walked with bob jones like you can tell who walked with bob jones there's something on them that says oh bob jones was mentoring you now i love the fact that in our emerging prophet world and this podcast is called emerging prophets but we have an emerging prophet world it's a private world it's a world where we're training up prophets but i love the fact that the people that get into our emerging prophet world have the same thing that happened to Saul. They become a different person. Now, Saul didn't allow it to completely transition him. But people that are in my world, in our emerging prophet, in our emerging prophet world, uh, that, that now is way beyond my, it's, it's, it's so many others have helped uh, that, that carry the DNA of emerging prophets. What happens? People get their marriages get better. Their relationships get better. Their families get healed. Their finances break through. This is an anointing, just like Saul, when he got amongst the prophets, he got changed into a different person. What, what, what was changed about him? Well, he, he had the anointing of the king put on him. It's the same thing that happened to David. He was anointed by Samuel. He was anointed king. And all of a sudden, what happens? The anointing of of the desire to fight giants came upon him because that's what kings do. And he went out and took out Goliath. The anointing of worship came upon him and he began to worship in such a way that the demonic fled away. This is what happens when God anoints somebody. Woo! Wow, I love that. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. When God anoints a king, God anoints a king, demons flee. 
Demons flee. I want you to see this. Demons flee and then principalities are confronted. I'm writing this down because there's a spirit of revelation on this call right now. There's a spirit of revelation on this podcast. I don't know if you feel it, but I'm getting this fresh right now as we talk. Fresh off the fresh off the press. Woo! Come on, guys. When the anointing comes upon you, how does the anointing come upon you? You get around the prophets. Guys, you're listening to a prophet right here. Keith Ferrante. I'm a prophet. And how did I become a prophet? I got around the prophets. Keith Ferrante was not a prophet. All on his own, I got around the Chris Valentins, the the Dan McCollums, the Wyndham McGowans, the Martin Scotts, the Don Potters, the others. And it's like all of a sudden, Keith Fronte, who could not prophesy, started prophesying. Keith Fronte, who did not have visions, started having visions. Was it, was it in me since I was a child? I don't know because... I was around my grandpa who was who I believe was a prophet. He talked to me about all the prophet things. He would hear the word of the Lord. He would write it down. He treasured it. He, he had this equipping grace to equip. He equipped me. But I didn't catch the prophet grace in its, in its new covenant measure. I started stepping into deliverance because of my grandpa. I stepped into some mindsets of a prophet because of my grandpa and some, uh, 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 and some awareness. It was like he was almost like a forerunner to me like a John the Baptist prophesying to me of what was coming. Woo! He was, he was prophesying to me of what, was, what I was going to taste of um, uh, when I got around uh, Chris Valentin and others. All of a sudden, he was prophesying signs and wonders when I got around Chris Valentin, signs and wonders happened. He was prophesying deliverance. He was prophesying all these things when I got around the prophets. All of a sudden, this sort of stuff started opening up. So he was a John the Baptist. But I didn't like step into the same, I didn't step into the signs and wonders and the, and the stuff as, as, you know, like my grandpa. But I, I believe I caught, I caught the John the Baptist anointing. The uh, uh, the Baptist anointing. Oh, come on, guys. I, I'm, I, I'm having an interesting time here. I'm writing this stuff down as I am talking to you. Because I, I just realized sometimes when Revelation is flowing out of me, I got to write it down because you don't remember it later on. And so I'm doing this right now. But wow, there's a spirit of revelation. I, 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 you know what? This is a new year. This is a year of breakthrough and revelation and insights. Guys, you may not even recognize what God has been doing in you. Some of you don't even think you're a prophet. You're like Elisha. No one else recognizes you as a prophet. But there's a moment coming when all of a sudden, boom, it's like, woo, the prophet. There is, she is a prophet. He is a prophet. Deborah. Deborah was a prophet. Oh, I love that. Deborah. We, we consider Deborah a judge, but the Bible says Deborah was a prophet. Some of us might have a job that other people might think were something else. Like Amos, he was he was a tent, or, uh, you know, he he was a tent maker, which but he did it in the form of of taking care of, of fig trees and sheep. And what happens? All of a sudden, he became a prophet. He wasn't at first, but then he became. Was it in the DNA? Some, you know, Jeremiah, you know, it, it talks about Jeremiah. Hey, before you were formed, I I called you as a prophet. I set you apart as a prophet to the nations. But what was happening? God was talking to Jeremiah around seventeen years old. And telling him this. So was every one of us, if you're a prophet, was it in your DNA when you were born? I don't know, maybe. But it didn't activate till 17 for Jeremiah. For me, it didn't activate till probably 25-ish. I'm trying to think. Let me think here. I was, I was married at 23. 
uh, 22 actually, pastoring at 23. And then I met Chris Valentin maybe about two years later. So it was around 25. And then all of a sudden, I got around Chris, I got around Wendell. I remember getting around Wendell. And when I got around Wendell, I had my first vision. When I, had, when I got around Chris, I began to get a mindset of health. Like that's why I have a whole movement of healthy province. That piece of the DNA of Chris kind of infused into me to help people get de- the you know health. Don't hide. Get the fear of the Lord in them. So I, I just, it's, it's, you know, like different prophets bring different things. Chris brought into me the fear of the Lord. Wendell brought into me the visions into hearing God and understanding what's happening in the spirit realm and how to be a warrior. My grandpa brought into me the spirit, the forerunning spirit, the John the Baptist spirit to go ahead, to, to, to go ahead, you prepare the ground. You, like I believe our emerging prophet movement is a John the Baptist movement. It's preparing the ground saying, hey, come on other prophets. It's time for you to raise up prophets. For so long, the prophet was just the prophet instead of the trainer of the prophets. And it's time the prophets stop just being the prophet and gathering a bunch of people around them. It's a new season, guys. It's just like in the Bible, there's a season where it wasn't right to take up a purse, to, to have money, to have an extra pair of clothes. But then uh, there was another season where Jesus says, hey, now take up a purse. Take extra clothes. Take up a sword. Well, before it wasn't the time, but now it is. Like, it's a time to be the, the be a prophet that equips other prophets. That has a company of prophets around you. Not just to be the demonstration prophet, but to be the equipping prophet. It's a new season. And we got to understand the season that's upon us. And so many of us are like, I want to be the prophet. But we got to get a revelation. It's a better to raise up the prophets than just to be the prophet. Like, and this is, this is changing the whole DNA of what prophets look like because there's a whole bunch of unknown prophets that will raise up because of this. They're in the company and sometimes they can be released to deliver a potent word, but their name is not necessarily known. Like 2 Kings 9, their name is not necessarily known. Oh, who is this guy? Who's that? Oh, I don't know, but they're amongst the company. They're amongst the company of prophets. Woo, this gets me excited. Come on, guys. What if we're so secure now when the anointing comes on us, all of a sudden we go out and kill giants. It's like David. David was a forerunner. He was a, he was a John the Baptist prophet, in a sense. He killed Goliath, but what happened? His mighty men did even more than he did. His mighty men went out and killed Goliaths. His my, other, uh, Goliath's brothers, they went out and killed 300 of this, you know, and 700 of this and this and that. They were incredibly, whoa, powerful. I, I mean, I, I mean uh, just, uh, just incredible, guys. There's, there's an anointing that's resting. Woo! God did, God anointed me in a fresh way, even over my, my birthday, December 26th. I had some prophetic words that was going to be anointed for a new purpose, and I can feel it right now. I've been having so many encounters with God every day. I mean, he's been waking me up early. I've been getting up early. And, and you know what? He's, he'll wake you. He knocks at the door, but then you got to open the door. The Lord told me that this morning. Keith, the, the latch is on your side. You've got to open the door. So he wakes us. He wakes me with a song sometimes. He wakes me up and I get up. But then I got to respond. And as soon as I respond, man, I've been having encounters. I hope you guys, guys, I, I don't want you to be like, oh man, that's so awesome for Keith. I want you to think about if Keith can do it, so can I. That's what this is all about, guys. 
the company of prophets, they couldn't believe it that Elisha, the servant, would actually become Elisha, the double portion prophet. But he was. Like some of you can't believe that you could be, but you are. But you are called to be the double portion prophet. Woo! That's what God has called you to be. What's the double portion? I'm a double portion prophet. That, what does that mean? I receive from all the prophets. I walk with them. I honor them. I learn from them. And then what happens? I walked in all of their portions and my portion. And all their portions got morphed into one unique person in the body of Kiferante. And the spirit of the Lord that was in them came on me in so many unique ways. that it, It's like the spirit of the Lord that was on me and the spirit of the Lord that was on them be created the double portion. And what's the double portion, prophet? It's, it's the ability to walk in double, but it's also the ability to impart to others. Like you get a portion to give it away to everyone else. That's what my passion is and my desire is and my joy is. To give it away to everyone else. Woo, gets me so excited. <laughs> but guys, we want to be that person when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon us and we get changed into another person. We're not like Saul who doesn't catch the heartbeat. We don't want to catch just the assignment. What is Saul? What did Saul do? Saul caught the assignment of king. Wow, I'm writing this down, but not the heart, but not the heart of the kingdom. Shaka brusha, 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 brusha. Do you feel that anointing? Oh, I feel it. Thank you, Jesus. I can hardly contain it. Woo! Come on, guys. This is our time. This is your time right now. So I've caught the assignment of king, but not the heart of the kingdom. And so he eventually betrayed the king of kings. Wow. Shaka bro varia shorakana. Post that. That's a that's a post-worthy quote. Saul caught the assignment of king, but not the heart of the kingdom. So he eventually betrayed the king of kings. Whoa. Guys, we sometimes we get around the province enough to catch the assignment of the prophetic, but not the heart. Sometimes. We get around, I'm writing it down, get around the prophetic and the prophets and we get prophecy. Wow. But not the heart. Isn't that what Matthew 9 says? I believe it's Matthew 9. But I always get it mixed up. Matthew 9, Matthew 7. You prophesied in my name. Let's look at this one. Let's look at this one. Matthew, let's see here. Let's see. No, it's Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Many will say to me on the day, did we not prophesy in your name? And he says, I never knew you. Come on. That's what Saul did. He prophesied and he never knew the Lord. Genosco, intimacy. He wanted to catch the techniques. Oh, shaka. Man, I feel the fear of the Lord. I feel the fear of the Lord coming right now. He caught prophecy. Saul caught prophecy, but he did not care to catch the fear of the Lord. What happened? That was the same thing. Gehazi. Gehazi caught. He caught the wowish factor. Oh my word. I get to be around a prophet. I get to, he was Elisha's servant. He was Elisha's servant. I get to rerun the prophet. He was so excited. I want to be around the prophet. But he did not catch the heartbeat 
of Elisha. And he went out and he tried to make the money when it wasn't time to make the money. There's a time to make the money and there's a time not to. And in that time, it wasn't the time to make the money. So when he went out to make the money and tried to get some money from the, the, uh, from the commander that just got healed of leprosy, Naaman, what happens? He got leprosy. On a side note, the Lord... For many years, it wasn't time to make money in the church. There was something about the free. There was something about going to nations for free and, and, and paying your own way to go to nations. But the season has changed and now it is time to go for a fee instead of for free. Remember, Paul says, I did not use my right to, uh, you know, to, to, to be rewarded for the gospel, to, to have a fee for the gospel. Like there is a time not to, but there is a time to. And, and it's neither are more spiritual than the other. Because so many times that poverty, like why is God wanting the prophets to take a fee? And and, and, and and some of us could get offended at this right now. I could poke your buttons. But why? Because God wants to confront the poverty spirit in the church. Because what happens? The free eventually goes into a ditch, uh, eventually becomes a poverty spirit. The free eventually empowers a poverty spirit in the body of Christ and they don't rise up in the spirit of entrepreneurship and the powerful anointing of to create wealth that God also ordained. That's just a side note. I have, along with others, have been forerunning the prophetic entrepreneur movement. That's a part of my passion as a prophet. John the Baptist anointed to say, hey, come on, guys. Why? Why is Keith Franti doing this? Why is he going after the fee? Oh man, is he a false prophet? Is he after the money? No, come on guys. Stop thinking so immaturely, so babyish. There is a time that you have to become kingly in your mindset, entrepreneurial in your mindset. Why? So you stop groveling around the kings and you can influence the kings because it takes kings King prophets to influence kings. And there's too many strings. That's why God has to raise up kings as that are prophets to confront the strings that the kings try to put on the prophets. The kings try to put the strings on you. Hey, I'll pro- I will I will sow into this, but are you giving me the word of the Lord? No. Listen, I'm going to give you the word of the Lord when I want to give you the word of the Lord. And when I don't want to give you the word of the Lord, I'm not going to give you the word of the Lord. If I don't feel like I should give the word of the Lord, I'm not going to because God has provided for me. See, that's what happens when you become a king. You don't need to grovel for the money of the kings. You already have it. So you can go and influence the kings. You have a lot more authority. That's why the season has shifted. That's why God is confronting our poverty spirits. The prophets that are just waiting for someone to give them a donation. God's like, no. I want you to recognize there's power to create wealth. All right, I don't want to get too far off on that, but I want you just to recognize this, guys. There is such an anointing right now. But what kind of a king are we going to be? What kind of a prophet are we going to be? Are we going to be the king prophet like David that, that steps into the fear of the Lord and loves the presence of the Lord? Are we going to be the king, prophetic king like Saul who inquired of the word of the Lord to a measure? But you notice that Saul, there, there was a battle and, uh, and, and it was like he, he, he inquired of the Lord and he didn't hear anything. And so he, he put aside continuing to listen until he heard something. 
and he went out to battle. Whereas David inquired of the Lord and would hear from the Lord. You notice Saul was hit and miss. Saul was hit and miss. His motives, his motives weren't the word of the Lord is everything. Don't you get around it? I get around some people. I get around some people. They, some are like Saul, guys. I'm writing this down because there's so much anointing on this. Some are like Saul. And I hope this is all right. Some are like Saul. They like what the word does for them. Wow. Wow. Come on, guys. Are you catching this? But they aren't willing to do everything the word requires. Woo! Remember Saul? He wanted to save face. Wanted to save face. So he was like, Samuel, would you come with me so the people see that you're still with me? He was, he was more about. He loved the fruit of hearing God. But you know what? He was even willing to go to a witch because he wanted intel, no matter how he got it. He wanted intel, even from a witch. Wow. I mean, I don't even know if this is considered a podcast, guys. I'm getting my own revelation. <laughs> I hope you're getting blessed by this. I am so blessed by this time right now. But it's interesting. Sometimes you don't get revelation until you start to teach. So you start to go on the podcast. I had something planned on this podcast, but it went a whole different direction. And this is the Lord. I'm so, I so, I feel like we're just supposed to follow this out because I feel like this is what God's saying for the new year. Expect the unexpected. Woo! Oh, expect the unexpected this year. Unexpected. This year. Expect the unexpected this year. Expect the unexpected. Expect God to change your plans. Expect God to surprise you. <coughs> change your plans. He's going to surprise you. He's going to do something that you're not expecting. And you know what, guys? Sometimes God leaves enemies to test what is in our heart. Remember it talks about in, uh, I believe it's in uh, Judges. God left. Let's see if we can find it here. Judges. Are you, are you on this? Are you going on this journey with me right now? I hope you guys are. I will not drive out before them any of the nations Joshua left when he died. I will use them to test Israel. To see whether they will keep the way of the Lord and walk in it as their ancestors did. Wow, I love it. Come on. Come on, Judges, that's Judges chapter 2, 21 and 22. Will you walk in the way of the Lord? Will you walk in the way of the Lord when the enemy is still there? Wow. When the enemy is still there and when you still feel it, 
when you still feel the enemy, when you still feel the temptation, when you have other people around you doing this and doing that, and will you still walk in the way of the Lord? That's what God's looking for this year, 2022. He's looking for those who will become the disgruntled, in debt, distressed army that becomes healthy, 1 Samuel 20, 22, David's army. They chose to not stay there. They chose to let the disgruntledness get out of them, the bitterness get out of them, the indebtedness get out of them. Are you going to stay in debt? Are you going to stay in an old pattern? Are you going to stay in an old way of how the prophets created income, of how the people in the world uh, do things? Are you going to step up higher into the ways of the Lord? Woo! Judges 3, Four, they were left to test the Israelites to see whether they would obey the Lord's commands, which he had given them. Guys, maybe we have enemies in front of us and around us because God is trying to test to see whether we're going to honor him and whether we will overcome them. They're in our face to see if we're going to give in to fear or we're going to create a new culture because you can't create a culture, a new culture, until there's an adverse culture in your face. When there's fear, you get to choose courage. When there's hate, you get to choose love. When there's bitterness, you get to choose sweetness. When there's discontent, you get to choose contentment. When there's this (coughs) um, self, it's all about self. You get to choose worshiping God. Woo, come on, will you choose to serve the Lord? Because those who do will be creating armies this year. Are you going to be a Saul or are you going to be a David? Are you going to be a Gehazi or are you going to be an Elisha? What kind of a prophetic person are you going to be? Are you going to be someone that loves prophecy or someone that absolutely loves the Lord and fears the Lord and walks in his way? That's what this year is about. God is looking for those who will be set apart to him. And when you're set apart to him, he will set you apart. He will have you set apart and people will see that you're set apart and they will see the difference in you. And they will say, I want some of what you carry. Some of us for so long, guys are just listening to the prophets saying, oh, I want to hear Cindy Jacobs and I want to hear James Gall and I want to hear Stacey Campbell and I want to hear Patricia King and I want to hear Chris Valton. And God's saying, when are you going to step up and become a culture creator yourself? When are you going to become a prophet yourself? When are you going to be a creator of culture? When are you going to become a changed into a different person? David was changed, but he faced Goliath. Are you just going to be changed and go run and hide like Saul did? Are you going to be changed and go confront Goliaths? Come on, the choice is yours. This is the new year. This is the time for the prophets to step up. Come on, shaka, Holy Ghost. I'm praying right now that you be infused with this new anointing that God is offering to you. You would be infused with the anointing. Oh my word, God is speaking right now. God is speaking right now. He is speaking. Wow. Literally, I just had a word of the Lord speak to me through the beats that are on my garage band. It's like it was 921 or or, or the bar. 921, it's like it's like the beats. I, I don't understand it, but um, oh, it's the measures. It's like how how long this podcast is. And that the Lord has been speaking to me for a while from 921. He was talking to me about that this morning. This is all about Saul. 
1 Samuel 9, 21. Saul says, but I'm not a Benjamite from the smallest. Am I not a Benjamite from the smallest tribe of Israel? Is not my clan the least of all the clans of the tribe? Why do you say such a thing to me? What was Saul's problem? Wow, 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 I'm getting hit. I'm getting hit. What was Saul's problem? Saul's problem that kept him. He thought he was small. He thought he was small. And you know what Samuel said to him? You once were small. But now you're prideful. Now you're not listening. Now you're not listening. Now you're not obeying the word of the Lord. What was the problem? What is pride? It's smallness with a, with, with a position of authority. What is pride? Still. Pride still is feeling small. Wow, shaka. But now having a position. And you lord it over people and you don't honor the Lord. Shaka, holy ghost. Man, guys, is this just me? Are you catching this anointing? Is this just me? Are you getting some of this? I mean, look at look at Saul. I'm, I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. You can you can find it if I can't if I can't find it. Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, I so love this. I'm looking for this, and we're going to close out this podcast, but I'm looking for it. Maybe you should look for it. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. But there is a passage there in, in, uh, in 1 Samuel. I'm kind of right around it, but I'm just not being able to find it right now. It's just eluding me. It's just eluding me. But I so love this. I so love what God is doing right now. Because God was after Saul. Saul. You who think you're small, I have great things for you. But you can no longer see yourself as small. You have to see yourself as a king. That's what God did when he anointed Saul through Samuel. And he made him a different person. He anointed him king. What is king? Someone with authority. Someone that fights battles. Someone that sees himself as powerful. But then because we're under the king of kings, we, see, we, we walk as a servant. We walk humbly with our great authority. But sometimes if we don't if we don't get out of thinking we're small and we despise ourselves guys there's a time where that is that can no longer be we can no longer just see ourselves as small we have to embrace who God has called us to be and I'm speaking to myself right now but I'm telling you it's time for you to embrace who God says you are if he calls you a prophet step into it humbly we don't have to do it so everyone sees that we're a prophet and we're all boastful, but we need to do it humbly. And as we do it humbly, God will promote us. God will open up something through us. He wants the, those who humble themselves will be exalted. He wants to exalt you. He has great things for you, but when he exalts you, can you stay humble? That's the key. To stay humble when he exalts you because you realize he has made you large. And you don't think you're large because you're all awesome and you, you, you. No, you realize it's him, him, him. And he will promote you because you keep humble. The choice is yours, guys. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. You can either be the David or you can be this, 
to Saul. You can, David wasn't perfect, but he stayed the course. He got back up when he fell. Even the righteous fall seven times, but they rise again. But the wicked are brought down by disaster. Guys, you can fall, but you'll rise again if you're, if you're a David. Some of you have fallen, but it's time to rise. And it's time to be a prophet that speaks a message of redemption to others. Just like you were redeemed, you got to speak that God can redeem others. Wow. So Lord, I just bless every person that's on here as they step into 2022. They would literally, the spirit of the Lord would come upon them, the fear of the Lord would come upon them. They would be changed into a different person and they would confront the giants. They would honor the word of the Lord. They would create a culture of the fear of the Lord around them. And they would be a man after your own heart, a woman after your own heart. And you would do a great work in them. In Jesus' name. Bless you guys, man. If you love this, man, join what we're doing in our Facebook group where we're going to be doing training on the prophetic, on prophets and in our all things prophetic world. You got to be a part of that. Just, just get inundated, get saturated, get in the culture until you become a different person and then go out and, and help other people step into that for themselves. Man, bless you guys. Have an amazing new year. We'll talk to you soon. If you've enjoyed this Emerging Prophet podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprophets.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.